welcome friends to our Methodist podcast for Ellesmere Port. I'm John Yaxley leading our worship this morning. Wherever you are and wherever you are, this is a space where we want you to feel welcome. Shall we pray? Lord God, thank you that we can join together in worship whether by podcast, internet, following on service sheets, however it's happening today. Thank you that you promise your presence with us and thank you that you are a faithful God. Bless our time with you. Help us to know your prompting and your peace. Amen.
again Lord God that you are faithful always working to help people to return to you especially those who stray from you and need to come back thank you that you give us reason and purpose 
in this life, that we can and do make a great difference for you in this world as we live as you desire us to live. Thank you that you give us strength for each day. We especially thank you, Father, for those who work tirelessly to administer vaccines at this challenging time and for all others working in healthcare places. Thank you for friends and family and for being part of your worldwide church family. Forgive us when and where we fail to be what you call us to be. As we consider now what the Bible has to say, we pray that you open our lives and attitudes and hearts to hear and to respond to you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 17, verses 1 to 7 and verses 15 to 16. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abraham fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abraham. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you, and the kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you, and your descendants after you, for the generations to come, to be your God, and the God of your descendants after you. God also said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. Reading from Romans chapter 4, verse 13 to 17. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom we believe, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being 
things that were not.
Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. to our message this morning. It's always a challenge and a privilege to put a message together. What do I say or put in? What do I leave out? There's so much in the Bible readings from Genesis and from Romans to consider. The two things I want to major or focus on today are faithfulness and fruitfulness faithfulness and fruitfulness. Definitions of faithful or similar words if you like are to be committed, devoted, dedicated, true or unfaltering in our support for, for an organisation or a person. When Abraham was 99 years old the Lord appeared to him and said I am God Almighty, walk before me faithfully and be blameless. The songs I've chosen today reflect that theme of faithfulness. Perhaps especially they major on the faithfulness of God. But let's remember that our lives of faithfulness are lived out in response to God's faithfulness. The issue here this morning is the faithfulness of Abraham. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. One commentator noted that Abraham's call began some years earlier. It's recorded in Genesis chapter 12 from the first verse where God also promised, I will make you a great nation. This call on Abraham's life was worked out over many years and that itself is an indication of God's faithfulness that when he makes a, a promise out to us it will happen within his own timing. God said to Abraham, chapter 17 of Genesis, verse 2 Then I will make your, my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abraham was overcome by that. He fell face down. I've been thinking a bit about that and I wouldn't want to fall face down age 64. Abraham was 99 but to be serious on that, falling down as Abraham did, is a sign of respect because God is present. One commentator noted that walking before God was like walking before the king. 
showing subservience, being always conscious of the superior being's presence and whereabouts near us. So to walk before God is to devote ourselves to God. When I was thinking about the theme of faithfulness, I remembered Old Faithful, a geezer in Yellowstone National Park, United States. Maybe you've heard of it. Old Faithful is one of an, around 500 geezers in Yellowstone. It's lived up to its name because the, it, its eruptions only vary by around 30 minutes over the last 30 years. The thing to say about this geezer, Old Faithful, is that it has that name because it is being faithful. A while ago I was really frustrated being unable to do physically especially what I wanted to do, partly through treatment for cancer and also because of arthritis. Jackie, our minister, said to me at the time, just do what you are able to do. I didn't think that it was the best advice at all. But later, as I considered those words, I realised it was good advice. That's being faithful, isn't it? Doing what we can do and doing it in the right way. One of the Bible readings uh, for today that we didn't hear is based on Peter's denial of Jesus. I chose to go with Genesis and Romans, as you know. Peter showed a lack of faithfulness to Jesus at a time when Jesus especially needed friends, his followers, his disciples to be close and to be faithful. This was just before Jesus' arrest and his crucifixion and death soon to follow. Abraham, though, is credited for being faithful. Though he went outside the relationship with Sarah, his marriage, to seek a son elsewhere, he was not faultless like so many characters in the Bible we read about, and just like each one of us. It's helpful, probably, to remember that Abraham lived in a time and culture where men often had several wives and other women as well in their lives. Abraham is commended for a life of faith in the book of Hebrews alongside many others. Reading from Hebrews 11 verse 8, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as in his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith he made his home in the promised land, like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, 
who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children, because she considered him faithful, who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the skies, and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Because Abraham was faithful, God promised him fruitfulness to become a father of many nations. To his wife, Sarai, who became Sarah, she was also promised to become a mother of many nations. Genesis 17:15. God also said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai, her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. A couple of things which happened in my life after I promised God I would go to different places. Unlike Abraham, I knew my destination or where I was going, though I didn't know what would happen after I arrived in those places. Age 22, I said to God, I will go wherever you want in the UK as long as it involves me driving. Community Service Volunteers, or CSV, requested that I move to Birmingham. I didn't like that idea. Remember, I was living in a small village on a farm in Norfolk. Birmingham was and is a vast city. But I did go to that place where I knew absolutely no one. To keep a long story short, there I met Liz within the first few days of arriving and her family. Just over two years later, Liz became my wife. Much later, I sensed the call to move to Keithley, West Yorkshire to lead a church. And through the process, I felt quite excited initially, and then a bit later, as I considered, quite daunted. At one point, I just wanted to back out and stay in Norfolk. But we went, and so many amazing things happened in that town over a period of about 13, 13 years living there. Living in what the Yorkshire people call God's own county with its amazing scenery. Being in the north of England in a mill town, working with lots of asylum-seeking families and Muslim people. Looking back, I wouldn't have missed either experience 
for anything. I could have done and felt like backing out at times. But I'm so glad that Liz and I moved and did what we did. So thinking now about fruitfulness. Abraham was faithful and through his faithfulness a covenant was promised by God. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Now, what person leading a church or some Christian organization would not want to see fruitfulness? That is, people turning their lives over to Jesus, people being changed, people becoming new, and in quite large numbers. Well, I just mentioned that Liz and I were in Keithley for about 13 years at a church there. We didn't see fruitfulness, perhaps as we hoped. But as I reflect on that time there, there were many conversations and prayers with people often outside the Christian faith or the established church. Lots of lives were touched. Asylum seekers were helped in the asylum seeking process. I hope we were faithful walking with God and I believe we were. So on the subject of fruitfulness, we shouldn't just measure that in statistics or numbers or actually in this life alone or in church attendance. There's much more to it than that. Abraham didn't see all that God promised in this life. He is, though, afforded a great deal of respect across religion. One commentator wrote this, and I quote from his words, Abraham, originally Abraham, is the common patriarch of the Abrahamic religions, including Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. In Judaism, he is the founding father of the covenant of pieces, the special relationship between the Hebrews and God. In Christianity, he is the spiritual progenitor of all believers, Jewish or Gentile. And in Islam, he is seen as a link in the chain of prophets that begins with Abraham, that begins with Adam and culminates in Muhammad. If you are listening today and not a person of any of those faiths, I would imagine still that you've heard of Abraham and know a bit about his life probably. I would think that some of you might even have heard or sung that song, Father Abraham had many sons. I am one of them. Let's all praise the Lord. 
Jeremy Camp wrote or said on the subject of fruitfulness. I have to be so thankful. I have two kids, a wonderful and beautiful wife. I'm just blown away by God's grace and faithfulness. I suppose our relationship, just as Jeremy Camp's, can be places or situations where we multiply and where we are fruitful, can't they? Where there is growth in numbers. I speak as a person who a few years ago had no grandchildren and now has five grandsons. In our lives of faith, more generally, beyond our families, when we pray, when we live out lives of faith, can we really say how many people are encouraged, healed and brought into God's kingdom or God's family? Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. I've just seen a picture, not a picture in a dream or some kind of powerful vision, but a photograph on our fridge in our home. It shows the wall at the side of Trinity Church building. Maybe you've seen that image for yourself. The picture is of Jesus and the disciples on a lake with a large catch of fish in a net. It's a picture of fruitfulness, isn't it? Through this time of pandemic, coronavirus, call it what we will, let's continue to be faithful. Let's faithfully follow God and expect fruitfulness.
Now some prayers of intercession. We pray for our world, for all who are bereaved, lonely, hungry and fearful. Help us to do what we can to make a difference. We pray for church leaders and all in authority, for our friends and family, and for all who need a touch from you. We pray for ourselves. Empower us to be faithful in this life and strong enough to stand for justice and for truth. Amen. Your throne of grace I 
find rest in your presence and fullness of joy in worship and wonder I behold your face singing what a faithful God
And now a prayer of benediction, a closing prayer. This is an Irish blessing and reminds us that throughout life's journey, God blesses us and is with us each step of the way. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hands.